Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Bonjour. Hello. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. I'm enjoying these podcasts so much at the moment. Funny. I don't know why. I think I just like talking. I think that's that's my issue. I just <laughs> enjoy talking. That's one of the reasons I've also like I, well, I, I run the uh, Languages of London meetup events as well, and why I go to conferences. I just, I just like talking. Maybe that's why I like languages in the first place. I don't know. Anyway, pleased to be with you virtually in your earbuds wherever you are in the world. I'm also just about to go to Japan. Uh, I'm taking a three week holiday in Japan, and I have never been as excited in my life because I love Japan. It's my favorite country in the world. It's probably my favorite language. And, uh, but I haven't been back since I left in 2012. And so, you know, that's a long time to be away from a country that you really love. You know, what is that? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh man, it's almost six years, five and a half, six years. No, no, hang on. No, it's exactly five years. So, um, I'm renting a car. I'm driving around, uh, Shikoku, Hiroshima and the, the southern part of Honshu. And, um, Oh, yeah, I, I just, I just really, really looking forward to getting get to speak lots of Japanese as well. It's funny, you know, I, one of the, the the issues and the difficulties of speaking many, you know, a few languages is that inevitably, depending on your life situation, languages are going to mean more or less to you over time. And I, we have this discussion a lot in in the face in the Fluency Mastermind Facebook group um, about you know how to keep up languages, and, and often people say, look, I just this language just doesn't feature so much in my life at the moment and you're just gonna have to go with it japanese for me like as much as i as i love it has not been it hasn't really improved for me much in the last four or five years ironically i've actually got more confident speaking japanese and i think that's because you know when i was in japan i was always comparing myself to uh like japanese people so obviously i was always found wanting but then when i went back to the uk and i started using it with Japanese people that I would meet around the place, like I, I would realize how much they would appreciate the fact that I could speak with them in Japanese. And uh, that gave me a lot more confidence because I could use it just purely for pleasure. So I, my, my confidence ironically actually soared in Japanese once I uh, left Japan. Um, but my, I think my level as such is not really what it used to be. So uh, I often feel a bit sad that I don't keep it up. And sometimes I go through little kind of mini missions, as Benny would say, mini missions where I kind of uh, try to just spend a bit more time speaking Japanese. But it's often forced, unfortunately, in my case. Anyway, you don't want to hear about that. I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show. One of the chief places that I um, use to get Japanese practice these days and when I, when I want it, is, of course, is italki. And if you want to get a free lesson with a professional or casual, informal teacher, then you can go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free lesson. They have Japanese teachers, they have Swahili teachers, they have American teachers, they have... I don't know if they have Eskimo teachers. Inuit teachers. I, I don't know. They've got a lot of teachers. And you can find um, the teacher you want, in the language you want, and the nationality you want, by going to that link, IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free lesson to have a trial lesson or two. All right, then. Today's question comes from Owen. Let's get into it. 
Hi Ollie, Owen here from the south of England. I continue to enjoy your podcasts and I have a question which as far as I know hasn't been covered. I have a language that I'm actively working on at the moment, which is Polish. Thanks to you, I'm managing to keep it to one that I'm working on. But I'm also managed I'm also trying to maintain my existing languages, which are German, Spanish and Welsh, by exposure whenever possible. And this might be the odd Spanish conversation at work might mean reading books or websites and listening to podcasts often when I'm doing other things at the same time such as commuting or doing housework cooking etc the trouble is I often realize I'm not really listening especially in German which is the weakest of the three and this also happens to me when I'm listening to podcasts in my native language English and it reflects my level of my general level of distractibility I know I'm not unique in this. So my question is about the value of passive, unfocused listening in times that are not available for more serious use. Do you think it's worth carrying on playing the podcasts anyway, or should I leave it and save them for when I can really focus? I'd be interested to know your opinion on this. Thank you for all your work. Cheers. Hey, Owen, thank you very much for your question. And um, apologies also for slightly mispronouncing your name before I introduced you there. I hope I've got it right this time. Um, thank you for the, uh, the, for the thanks, for the, for the feedback as well. I, I really appreciate that. It's always great um, to hear, uh, especially from um, people who have been listening to the podcast for a while and, um, you know, leave a question for the first time. So great to meet you virtually. And yeah, so passive listening, we, we have, um, you know, touched on this quite a few times. But not in the way that you've put the question. So, so thanks for that. Let me start with my basic positioning on passive listening, which is, which is, which is this. If you are still in the kind of learning stage, so you don't confidently manipulate the language, you don't easily understand what's going on. You know, you're, you're very much a learner. And there is very limited value in, in this kind of extensive passive listening in the way that you describe or and so for example you know you're doing the cooking and you've got a podcast playing in the background now we, we could get into uh, debates about whether or not this is the case but i think most people would recognize the fact that if they if they're you know focusing on something else and they've just got something on in the background they could quite easily uh spend an hour or two listening to something and then you know get to the end of it look back on it and say I've got no idea what I was just listening to. And this is a, you know, an experience that everybody can attest to. Now, this is not to say that you shouldn't spend time listening. It's very, very different from sitting and f- doing focused listening. So, we, we, you know, at this point, we can get into a discussion of level. We could say, well, you know, if you, if you listen to stuff that is more appropriate for your level, you might take in more. Um, and other people might say, well, no, you can definitely learn a lot from listening to native level content the, uh, on this video I made recently about on, on immersion, which I, I was talking about, which has got a lot of uh, sort of airtime on YouTube. People were coming in and saying, no, I, I know plenty of people who have, um, you know, just listened to 10,000 hours of Japanese and become fluent in it and, and, and all of that stuff. There are always exceptions to every rule, but he, there is a, there is a world of difference between the kind of listening where you're sat down and you're focused and you're paying attention in a quiet, concentrated environment and just having something in the background. The reason that some people will learn a language, will learn to speak fluently just from listening 
or claim they do at least, and others will totally fail to do so, saying they've, they've learned nothing and not improved uh, the slightest. You know, those people could be listening to exactly the same content, but what makes the difference is the extent to which you're able to pay attention and notice features of language. And this, this, this thing here, noticing, is the key. Um, in uh, literature on second language acquisition, the concept of noticing is absolutely huge. And it is the idea that we don't, you know, if we're learning grammar, for example, you don't learn grammar by being taught the rules for the grammar. You learn grammar by simply paying attention to the language that is used and noticing different features, noticing when the past tense is used or what variety of the past tense is used. Noticing is huge. And the problem with having stuff just vaguely on in the background as like a, as a, as a bit of company, a bit of extra exposure is that we're generally not able to, to concentrate enough to notice what's going on, um, in that environment because we're simply not paying enough attention. But the question in this case is a little bit different because what, you know, what's being asked here is not, you know, is extensive listening a good thing? Because then we can have a discussion about the best way to listen. In Owen's case, and this is something that I relate to very much, and I know many people listening will be able to relate to, is that he has lots of languages to maintain and only so many hours in the day. And so, you know, in a busy life where you've got a million other things to be doing, what's the value in having something playing in German in the background? Now, I think I I take a more philosophical approach to this, to be honest, Owen, which is that, you know, what are languages for? What is the purpose of learning multiple languages? And, and, you know, for all of us who do learn many languages, it is to enrich our lives in ways that, that, that change and adapt over time. You know, I learned, first learned Japanese because I fell in love with the country. I moved to Japan. Um, and, you know, you, you, no one could have stopped me learning Japanese at that point. Five years on, and it, it features Japanese has no part in my life the language, the country, the culture. And so does that mean that, you know, so what's the purpose of the of Japanese now for me? I think it's the reality, I think, that you can't always be treating all of your languages like um, as a main focus. And so for me, like philosophically, the key here really is just to try to find ways that you can make these languages meaningful in your life. So in the case of German, you know, I, I, I would take it from what you've said that you're not focusing on German at the moment um, and nor do you intend to and so and that's absolutely fine you've got other things that you're you're working on your Polish you've got lots of other languages and sure lots of other hobbies and interests as well and so you're kind of you at the end of the day when all's said and done you're left with this question of well what's my German for and if it's not to to work on and to you know diligently improve as, as quickly as you can as, as, as a focus then the answer is, well, it's to enrich my life in whatever way I see fit. So I think in that in that sense, to spend time listening to content in German is absolutely fine because you are, you're, it's your life. It's, it's, the German is narrating your life. It's coloring your life in different ways. So I think this comes back to the question of what am I most interested in? What are you most interested in? Because you're not going to get a huge amount from all this listening in the background whilst you're cooking, you know, to, to, to German. But to maximize your chances of that, you can at least align your listening with your interests. So, for example, if you like German music, if you like German opera, then you can be playing German opera in the background. And then you are, 
you what you're doing is you're strengthening the emotional connection to the language through music. I mean, I listen to a lot of Italian. I mean, I love opera. And so I listen to Italian opera all the time. And even though my Italian's lost to all extents and purposes, uh, to all intents and purposes, it's, I'm still for, sort of forming that connection. And it's meaningful, ir- irrespective of my level in Italian, it's meaningful and enjoyable for me. So I enjoy, so, and, and therefore I do it. In the case of German, you know, do you like listening? Do you like German literature? In which case, could you put on audiobooks of German in the background? I think to the extent that you can listen to things that are meaningful to you and match your interests, you can make it as productive as it can be. All right. It might not be productive in the same sense as really focusing on a language and trying to raise your level. But, you know, there's more to life. And as I was writing just the other day to somebody, I forget who it was. Uh, you know, we all, when you're learning a new language, you're always focusing on the language itself as the objective, as the kind of end game. But as soon as you actually have that language and you dominate that language, you realize that was never the end game at all. The whole purpose of learning that language was actually to to open up new avenues in your life, to meet new people, to explore new cultures. That's what it's all about. It's not really about the language. So I think it's important to remember that and to try to be as kind to yourself and as kind of and, and as honest with yourself personally as you can be and not to always feel this this pressure uh, from yourself you know in comparison to your other languages or for, for you know from anyone else uh, for that matter the more you can do that uh, the better i think so I hope that was uh, helpful. It gives you some food for thought, at least. Uh, I, I would send you to the show notes, but I mean, in case anyone's noticed, we're kind of in the middle of redesigning the website at the moment, and it's taking a bit longer than we thought. Uh, so for that reason, we haven't been updating the um, the show note pages. Uh, so if you go to the show notes at the moment, it's just kind of an empty shell um, until we get the new website up and running, which should be any day now. But um, if you would like to uh, leave a comment on this either on the empty shell as it currently is or else uh, in a few weeks time when we've updated and added um show notes to all of this stuff then you can and this will be at i will teach you a language.com episode 245 if you'd like to ask me a question you can go to i will teach you a language.com forward slash ask it's really great when um people leave questions so please do if you're one of these people like Owen who's been listening for a long time but has, has yet to introduce themselves on the airwaves, then uh, please do go ahead. I'd love to hear from you. So at the end of every episode, I'd like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. A bit of a further listening for you today. Back in episode 135, um, I answered the question from Anna, which was, what inspired you to learn so many languages? And uh, this is relevant and timely uh, to today's episode because I think I, I talk a little bit about the why behind language learning and what it means for us in our broader lives. So if you'd like to go back and check that out, you can go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 135. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Owen, for your question. And I'll see you back in the next episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. You know, one of the questions I get asked most often about language learning is how to improve your memory. Because things get so much easier when you learn new words and you don't forget them later in conversation when you really need them. So what I decided to do was to put together a a short email course. It's a three-part email course over three days that teaches you my favorite techniques for memorizing vocabulary and actually 
putting that vocabulary into your long-term memory. It's a short course, three days, it's completely free, and if you'd like to sign up for it, please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free memory course. 